Welcome to the Inner Athlete Podcast, where we discuss all things youth athlete development and youth mentoring. Nathan, what's been happening in your world? Oh, keeping busy, mate. Keeping busy. Um, How's Richmond going? Yeah, Richmond's going well. Uh, obviously, a teacher there within the Richmond Institute. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, wrapping up the term. So, a lot of assessing uh, assessments and things like that. Um, and um, also been helping out a little bit with the uh, Next Gen Academy, uh, which is the the young talent coming up, um, which is really good. So helping out with the the physical preparation side of things with that. Um, but yeah, happy to uh, have the school holidays coming up because that's where I get to have a bit of a of a break, which is good. Yeah, that's kind of an, actually a nice little segue into what we're going to be talking about. Is kind of um, well, what are we going to be talking about? Yeah, well, we're just going to talk about. Um, really well i guess parents are kind of asking and a lot of kids um want to really improve sport performance like they want their kids to succeed in their sports and obviously um if you're you know as when i was a 15 year old playing basketball you know i wanted to to perform at my best um but there's multiple elements to that and i think um that there may be uh some some things that we can hopefully uh provide you guys um with um in terms of how we can uh, improve our sport performance but also talk over the, the different elements to what we mean about that and how we can help yeah and i guess the bigger reason why why are we even talking about it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think um, you know um, any any kid growing up. Um, I think you play sport wants to be the best. They want to be you know they want to do well. Um, they want to you know um, you know play the sport well. They want to they want to win the game. They also want to have fun. They want to socialize. Um, and you know that at the end of the day, they you know they want to uh, enjoy um, the time that they're playing their sports. And I think um, there's multiple elements to that. And I think we can kind of you know uh, draw on those points um, today. Cool. All right. And what are those key? What are those like four key points before we actually go deeper into them? Yeah. So um, there's four key points that. Um, you know that that we you know as as strength and conditioning coaches or or those who, who work in in the kind of the the performance realm uh, for for athletes and uh, those four key elements are our our physical development okay and I'll break down each one of these but it's our physical um, it's our technical um, as athletes it's our uh, ability to um, tactically perform and also our our mental state so our psychology so um, I guess I can break down those four um, that really encompass our uh, ability to to perform and when I mean by perform you know whether it's to achieve an outcome so if it's our sports um, obviously you know the majority of our I guess um, we, we all think about winning and losing you know when we win we have a good real you know have a great sense of achievement um, but it also could be just you know getting getting playing the game being competitive having fun socializing with friends so there's multiple different goals that people will have when it comes to playing sport it might not always be to win um, <clears throat> With growing athletes, we and developing athletes, we, we try and tend to, to look more into um, or, or focus more on that enjoyment side of things, and not focus too much on that win and lose. Because at the end of the day, they are developing athletes. But um, I guess you know, I'll start with the physical. Like at the end of the day, you know, when you look at all the best athletes in the world, you know, they're strong, they're fast, uh, they're explosive. Um, you know, they've got all these physical 
capabilities that make them really athletic, which means, you know, if they can jump higher, they can run faster, then, you know, these are the sort of things that are going to help them in their sport, right? And that's where, I guess, where we fit in, you know, that as strength and conditioning coaches uh, and physical prefer- preparation coaches, we, we come in and help you improve um, those elements. So strength, power, speed, and we, um, you know, develop those in the gym environment and, and to hope that that transfers into their, you know, athletic abilities. You know, if it's a if it's basketball, for example, it's you know, it's jumping, it's it's getting rebounds, it's, you know, sprinting down on fast breaks. If it's footy, it's going up for marks, it's taking hits when we, you know, ta- getting tackled, things like that is where we you know, we come into that physical side of things. And, um, you know, we can all look at, you know, if you look at the professional playing leagues, um, a lot of the athletes are pretty similar in terms of their physical capabilities. A lot of them very athletic. Um, but what sets them apart is a few other elements. Yeah, and we'll go into that in a moment. Yeah, I'll probably want to preface that as well. There's only certain things that we can control as well mm, so mm. these are the things that within the gym environment or in training we can actually control like obviously like genetic makeup mm. um someone's height you know we can't change these factors no. but we can influence other factors whether or not they might be advantageous whether it's basketball and you know they're six foot eight you know and we can improve their vertical or just make them more explosive and they're going to be even more dominant mm. in a sport a game or a sport like basketball or even volleyball in this case um but then sure. yeah genetic makeup obviously um depending on someone's genetic background so if they're more polynesian descent they're going to be more strength and power based mm. athletes mm. so they're going to be suited towards more sports that are more uh, strength and power so i think it's good to recognize i guess some sports they need a good blend mm. of a lot of different physical characteristics some sports are going to be more biased towards a certain demographic mm. or a certain population as well so it's definitely worthwhile to understand if it's a team-based sport which we tend to work with quite a lot um they you know various positions can have you know athletes that have different backgrounds or different different genetic makeups mm. no definitely definitely and um you know in staying on that physical point of view um you know we also think about the the health of the individual so things around you know nutrition are they eating the right things that's going to be able to allow them to perform at their best um you know are they getting enough sleep are they um getting enough time to recover all these sort of stress things. management stress management um you know obviously as as you know kids go through school and you know there's a lot of stressful times when it comes to exams and assessments and things like that so um these all take you know all all come into account when it comes to you know our performance output um and that's something that we you know kind of um you know uh, track and 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 really try and help um our young athletes that that are coming through um yeah so that that's one component Uh, any other comments around that no, let's go to the technical side. Yeah, so the technical side is, um, I guess, probably one of the most important parts of this is because, you know, at the end of the day, when you are, um, you know, whether a basketball, football, soccer, netball, whatever sport you play, swimmer, every sport that you play, the more technical, the, 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 the more of um, experience that you have in, in the technical side of things is you, it's going to, you know, obviously going to help you a lot. So, you know, obviously in basketball, if you can shoot that hoop, you know, you can shoot from the three point and get that in, you know, 
10 out of 10, 9 out of 10 times, you know, you're going to get a lot of success when it comes into the, the game situation, right? So the physical side might not have to be that, it might not be as important in some areas of your sport. Um, you know, whether you're, you know, um, you know, when you play footy, if you're up on the forward, forward line, okay, if your kick, you know, your kick, right, is really important to be able to kick that through the goals, right? Between the two posts, right? So, um, if if you're yes okay if you're at 50 out or 35 meters out whatever it is yes you need that strength to to be able to and and power to kick that through the goals but you also need the the technical skills to be able to have that uh, you know kick an accurate kick right and get it through the goals so um, this is where I guess the 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 physical side is obviously you need that. You need that part, and that is an important component, but you also need that technical skills um, to, to, to perform. And, and this is where the sport coach comes in, right? So if we're talking about a, a, you know, a high-performance team, this is, what, you know, this is what, you know, when you see in the professional setting is that the, the, the sport coach works well with a, with a performance coach or a, or a strength and conditioning coach because it goes hand-in-hand hand where, um, you know, the sport coach will help that, to particular individual or athlete um, really enhance those skills so that you know when it does come to the game um, situations they they can they can they can perform they can um, do what um, you know is going to help the team uh, achieve and, and succeed um, you know the result whether it's winning or, or you know uh, getting a goal and things like that yeah, and I think it um, it's worthwhile to note that this is where you kind of spend majority of your time mm. as well. I know like the physical development in the gym and, you know, doing sprints and all that jazz is part of it. But mm. if your goal is to become the best tennis player or the best footballer, you know, you've got to be practicing your skills more more often than actually being in the gym. Mm. The, the gym does not transfer to the field, you know, on the field work transfers to the field so it's specificity mm. so you need to be practicing that specific task um, that you're actually going to be doing on the actual day of performance mm, mm. no definitely i think i think i'll touch on that um as we go through each of these um each of these uh, elements of performance and we'll talk about how you know we'll, i'll bring up the bucket analogy which I'll, I'll do at the end of this this to conclude um but um, with that, we, we'll move on to the next one, I think. And um, so, physical and technical really important components that's going to, you know, um, help your performance. But the the third one is is the tactical side. Okay, so the tactical side of things is around um, strategy. So, uh, you know, whether it's or a game plan. So. You know, when you're a tennis player, you go in with a game plan, okay? Uh, whether you're, you know, in footy, same sort of thing. In basketball, there's all these strategies that you'll come up with, and there's also, like, play. So you might have a captain, you might have a coach that, that calls out a certain play to uh, depending on where the um, the opponent is positioned, things like that, so that it sets them up for the best opportunity to score, to get a goal, all of that sort of thing. Yeah, based on what they've actually practiced as well. Correct. And and I think, you know, those who are listening, obviously, who those who've played sport, you know, majority of your training sessions is about this, is it's about, um, you know, uh, 
learning and refining and um, your skills, you know, and then you're putting that all together, um, in a, whether it's a game situation or whether it's, um, you know, going through the motions of this um, gameplay. Um, you know, I played basketball growing up and these are the things that we went through is, okay, let's play it, you know, let's, let's put this play together. Okay, when this player or this center or this guard is positioned in this point, okay, you're going to set a screen here, you're going to go around the player, the other player is going to do this. So these are the sort of things that are going to help uh, help you get you know get the outcome and achieve what you want um, on the court, on the field, whatever sport that you play. Yeah, uh, that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> um, but I think with the, te- the technical, or not, not technical, the tactical side, um, it's always worthwhile to see what the best of the best are doing as well. Mm. I think it's worthwhile to actually see what, say, because we work with a lot of swimmers here, mm. are we, we actually look at some of the best swimmers in terms of their block starts and their turns and whatnot. Mm. We actually try and break down and analyze what are they doing really well mm. uh, specifically and that we can actually can take lessons from that to help transfer across as well. And I think that's a really important lesson. I know that's more of a skill-based component, but also they, there's a reason why they, they do that as well. So I guess it's more of a, a technical side. Mm. Um, in terms of a tactical, so when I was with, working with um, the Frankston Dolphins uh, VFL team, mm-hmm. a lot, they would watch a lot of film. Mm. And the, the coach there at the time had worked at other other VFL and AFL clubs at different levels. And he, a lot of the film that they would watch is um would flow down from the AFL level into the VFL level in terms mm-hmm. of like the tactical component, in terms of like the framework they would set out defensively and mm-hmm. offensively as well. Um, this is really true with the Melbourne Storm system as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to did a little bit of work with the under-18s, mm-hmm. um, with the uh, under-18s development team. And the idea with the storm system, it was supposed to have it from as a trickle, like a trickle down effect. Mm. So, what are they doing at the professional level? And they want to be able to bring juniors up through the system. So, they want to be able to teach them a system um, mm. of how to play as well. And you know, the storm system is highly regarded within the industry as well. So, it's it's one of those things where as an athlete it's actually worthwhile to actually going into these systems or finding out from these coaches and playing under these coaches to get the technical um, not, not technical tactical side mm. of playing because you can have all the skills in the world but if you aren't able to apply those skills in a tactful tactful way mm. then it's not really leading to wins at the mm, end not- of the day so you can have like the best you know best five NBA players on the, t- on the team right but then you can have like the best team that works coherently so Golden State Warriors is a good example of that mm. where they work very coherently mm. as a team but they still play against superpowers and they still beat them <laughs> exactly yeah yeah no I definitely I definitely agree with all that and obviously it's you know those who are big sport fans have, have seen that that it's a massive um uh, a lot of coaches and, and sporting teams put a lot of effort into analysing how they performed. How did the team perform? How did the individual perform? How did we? How can we improve uh, tactically? And obviously, skills come into it. Physical side comes into it, and they all they all work together um, to to help you know yourself or help the team um, perform and, and achieve. Yeah, and when you tactic. Uh, from a tactical perspective come together 
it kind of flows into the next point about the psychological side. You, you're very synchronous. You know, mm. you're very you're working together. You're not resisting each other. Everyone understands the flow. You're moving like water. Uh, as a Bruce Lee analogy, mm. um, you, you're working with each other. Everything is mm. like a, a um, flowing like, like a like all the cogs in a watch, a mm. mechanical watch. You mm. know, it, there's no batteries or anything like that. It just mechanically moves, and everything has its role, and everything does its job, mm. and really successfully and very accurate as mm. well. Leading on to the last point, the psychological side, which kind of like brings it all, kind of brings it all together, or kind of works harmoniously with all the three other points. Um, I think this is a big, big point of understanding how you perform under pressure, mm. what you're actually bringing to the team. Are you able to work at that level, and mm. also the team psychology as well, and what you know the values and beliefs that they have as a team. Mm. Um, and I know a lot of teams will tend to do an off-season or a pre-season. They'll do like training camps, bring it, bring the morale and you know, everyone to be on the same level, mm. Um, mm. same energy frequency, if you mm. want to call it that. Um, and this really helps. And I've seen this numerous times where it's worked quite well when they've done successful training camps and, mm. the energy, and just it carries through throughout the season as well. Like they kind of go through some struggles together. Mm. You know, when you set up like... Um, you know, like tough physical tasks, mm. you know, over a two to seven day period mm. and everyone kind of comes out on top, you know, we did this together, we slugged it out. It's kind of like the psychological side of bonding, mm. essentially. Yep, yep. So, obviously, <clears throat> the physical, tactical and tactical is really important to performance, but as you alluded to, um, you know, the mental, the psychological side is is probably one of the most important also and that's why they all kind of go hand in hand i think um uh you know if you think about your sport like whether you play sport or watch sport and and if you you know if you are an athlete and you you've been playing a sport how much of the sport is above the shoulders what i mean by that how much is that is in the head how much is that when you really think about it You've been practicing the same kick or the same shot or the same whatever it is skill that you've done over and over and over and it's easy to you. When it comes to training, it's easy. But on the field, when it really matters, most of the time, I'd assume, you know, those who are listening, hopefully you can go, you know what? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the mental side that will maybe will affect my performance outcome you know whether it is you know when i played basketball so i like to use that example is that you know you might have a uh, a free throw shot you got 10 seconds left free throw shot that's going to get you over the line it's you and that basket you're just bouncing that ball you're breathing okay you're looking at that ring and you've literally got it right in front of you you've never you've done this hundreds of times you've got it in thousands, but then tens of thousands exactly yeah but then it's the pressure you feel the pressure you feel like you start to doubt yourself so all these things start to come into your mind and then when you shoot that shot and you miss that shot it's the worst feeling in the world because then you know and then you realize to yourself you know and then and you get you get down on yourself because you're like i should have made that like i've practiced that over and over but what stopped you it wasn't the physical side that stopped you it wasn't the technical side that stopped you and it wasn't the tactical it was the psychological it was the mental side it was your ability to um you know calm yourself to get yourself in a in a in a calm state to be able to take that shot um and 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 deal with that pressure it's like one of those make or make or break moments um in sport that we all have and i i know i've i've had my fair share 
of those moments where mm. things are on the line and sometimes you perform and sometimes you don't mm. it's kind of the nature of what sport is and it kind of makes it kind of very unique yep. in that sense um, but I think what I have noticed is when when the psychological side plus fatigue so obviously you need the physical side the physical mm. preparation and then you got fatigue and you're trying to make a decision or you're trying to make an action and trying to make it sure you execute it well unfortunately that can hinder your ability to perform as mm. well so you got fatigue you're stressed you know there's no five seconds on the clock for whatever it may be you're going to make that shot I'm tired and heavy you know are you going to be able be that person to be able to step up mm. and to make the shot and you know give it your best attempt or are you gonna just you know palm it off and you know just be like i'll try and get it in or something like that so it's i think it comes down to some level of mentality um with the way that you approach things well one thing i like to do with the kids here is m- have the mentality of being the hardest worker mm. in the room now what the, i think the rock says that um, mm. the, the hardest worker on the room basically means no matter if you're feeling crap tired happy rejuvenated doesn't matter what it is if you're the hardest worker in the room what that really means is you no matter what you're gonna do you're gonna give it your all mm. at every attempt mm. and if you do that and you win you deserve that if you For failed sure. if you failed and missed a shot you know that you actually gave it your all no matter what and you mm. know what to work on for next time. If you just say, I try, it's like, oh yeah. You, you're psychologically saying, I'm going to fail. Try, yeah. try, basically, in other words, like, I'll, I'll try and give this a go. And mm. It's like, you're setting yourself up to fail mm. by saying something like that. 100%. Um, yeah. But yeah, really important component and, you know, those who, again, uh, you know, in a high performance setting, in a professional environment um, where you've got a high performance team the you've obviously got strength conditioning coaches for the physical okay you've got the coaches sport coaches for your technical and also tactical okay you've even got you know sports analysis that they look at you know look at everything gameplay you've got got opposition analysts as well yeah yeah. 100% right and then you also got your psychologists okay sports psychs that help with the mental side and I think I think it's important I know that you know as kids growing up and you know unfortunately not there's not many um places around that you can get all four in the one but you know we still can take from that framework that professional framework and 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 work on those things on our side um and I think you know reaching out to a strength conditioning coach as your as your athlete uh, as your you know uh whether you're you know 12 13 14 years old you know getting into the sport um you know, these are the times where you can, you know, if, if that's something that they want to do for, for long term, um, definitely these areas are, are something we should, in, should invest in. Physical, you know, getting good coaches around them and also even just reaching out to, to sports psychs or uh, mindfulness coaches, things like that are, are really helpful. So um, I think just to conclude um, with that is that... Um, you know, I like to think of these components as, as you know, as buckets or buckets of water. So, um, what I mean by that is that you know, if we if we spend too much time on, let's say, the technical, as as Trent um, said earlier, is that we get stuck into all right. We've got to get really good at skills. Yeah, we've got to get good at shooting hoops. We've got to get good at get kicking that goal through the through the um, post, right? So we can spend so much time on these skills, but then what happens is, you know, we, we're filling up the bucket. So we're filling the skills bucket up, right? The technical skills bucket. But what will happen is that you, you're spending 
so much time in that bucket that 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 starts to overflow, right? And all the other buckets that are going to help you, right, are either empty or pause that because once okay. the bucket once the bucket is full, you cannot further improve the skill. Correct. Until you address some 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 other area. Hundred percent. So no, I like that. So if you think about that, is that you got three other buckets that you need to fill, right? And if if it's all going in the one, then you're you're missing out on opportunities that's going to help improve your performance. So think about evenly distributing, you know, your your week, your you know, your time, your effort into your physical development, into your technical skills, into your tactical, and also into your mental. Um, so I think that's a really important thing. And you know, I've I've you know I've obviously been fortunate to work with the Richmond Football Club, and you know I can see how their schedule um, is, and, and and these are the things that they you know their schedules all pretty much balanced across the the physical, the technical. They go, they've got time with their psychologists um, and working through things. So um, definitely something to, to take away is that these are the elements that are going to help improve, um, you know, uh, sports performance, um, yeah, in a, in a more holistic way. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Yeah. If you like this episode... Um, please like and subscribe leave a comment um, we are on YouTube and Spotify um, we really want to spread the word out on youth athlete development we think it's just like an under undervalued under, misunderstood or just not understood well mm. it's kind of like you don't know what you don't know industry essentially mm. if you don't know what that analogy is just leave a comment below and I can explain that on another podcast um, we really we really enjoy doing these types of things and we want to see the best for the kids um, as the missed out on you know a couple of years of their actual physical development mm. um, due to um, what's been happening around the world but other than that we'll see you on the next one thank you you have just listened to the inner athlete podcast be sure to subscribe to stay up to date with the release of weekly episodes be sure to follow us on facebook and instagram to get great tips on all things youth athlete development and youth mentoring